Welcome to Super Negotiator Podcast. This is Asana Safar, a Super Negotiator. Get my free digital copy of my book, Small Business Do's and Don'ts, when you make a small contribution and support of this podcast. It is full of advice for, for entrepreneurs. And thank you all who already made contribution. Some of you know I hold 14 U.S. utility patents and uh, six patent application and process. I have a degree from uh, microbiology from the University of Minnesota, the great state of Minnesota. I have worked in, uh, for big corporation, big American corporation, international corporation, um, Japanese company, and I also uh, run my own business. And I have done a lot of things in my life. Also check my business book, Small Business Do's and Don'ts by Sam H. Safar on Amazon.com. You may reach me at creativeshsnow at gmail.com for your comments or if you would like to be a guest on this podcast. Love to hear your comments. And the subject of this episode is pliable like leather is pliable, will not crack. Synonym of pliable, like flexible, bendable, elastic, and so on. We have talked before about two characteristics that a super negotiator must have. One, no fear. Two, no lying. And now the third one, pliable, P-L-I-A-B-L-E. P as in Peter, L-I-A-B-L-E. Elastic. As a negotiator, as a super negotiator, you need to be pliable. Maybe not in your personal life, but you need to project the impression to the opposite side that you are flexible, not hard-headed or hard to deal with. When you come to the negotiating table, you need to give the impression that people can make a deal with you. And remember, negotiation process is not a game. It is a strategy, remember that, it is a strategy, but not a game of winning or losing. I'm sure you heard that as a negotiator, uh, win-win situation, right? The outcome is win-win situation. Tell you what, that bunch of crap, trash that idea. There is no such thing as win-win outcome in my negotiation. There is one, which is satisfaction. Pin that word in your head if you want to be a super negotiator. Satisfaction is being satisfied with the outcome. Winning is a result of playing a game, right? Somebody wins, somebody loses. But satisfaction, and that's why I disagree with win-win. For every win, there's a loss. There's no such thing as win-win. For every winner, there's a loser. That's mathematics. But satisfaction... To be satisfied by the outcome is what the result of your all your negotiations should be. I hope by now you understand the difference between winning and satisfaction. To win is to defeat and, and to destroy. And you don't want to go that route for sure. You are not a warrior. You are not a soldier in negotiation. Negotiation is skill. You have to be like, like I said, like flexible, like, like leather. They cannot break you. Achiever and get joy out of your negotiation. Satisfied. Now, how to give the impression that you are pliable, flexible? 
The first thing is a smile. You must create a trademark smile on that paint that get painted on your face while you are in negotiation process. You have to make that trademark smile. I can tell you how important it is to have that smile. Practice it. Anyway, if you have a specific look and at the same time you have a great smile, you want to come up with one that great smile if you want to be a super negotiator. Now, let me give you an example on how I'm flexible. Very simple example on negotiating. My daughter needed a new car, brand new car. As most of you already know, going to the car dealer, especially if you are a parent, to buy a car for your child is not fun, even if you are a super negotiator. And I usually buy cars. I don't lease a car. You know why? Because lease, leasing is not negotiable when it comes to car. But buying a car is definitely negotiable, right? Starting at the dealer lot, make sure you do your homework, do your search, Google search beforehand and have the price in your head, fixed in your head, what you are going to pay for it. It is very important that you do that. Do your homework. Never go buy a car without doing research. Bing. Got it? And one more thing. You always take someone with you when buying a car. Never ever go alone to buy a car. Any acquaintance, friend, wife, kid, anybody. Just have somebody with you. Maybe they have nothing to do with buying the car or has no influence on you. Listen, the influence of someone with you is so great, and I will discuss this factor in future episode. but keep it in mind. So at the, to start at the car salesman lot, salesman approaches, they usually uh, send the rookie as an opener to feel you uh, what you want. It's a technique car dealers has adopted now. Then they move it to a higher level. It depends how serious you are about buying a car. This technique could work against you if you are not aware of it. So you go and see the in the next one, upper high, they sit on a desk and they tell you how much they want to help you. They want to impress you. They ask you if you want water to drink and, and just keep your companion with you. Even if your companion does not say one word, don't fall for the trap. Be aware of it as a negotiator. So they try, usually they try to carry personal conversation. That's another technique they use to get you engaged. It's, it's a mind manipulation, get you away from, give you a break from thinking about buying a car to personal issues. Then they will bring you back into purchasing the car. It is a technique. I will teach you that later. The problem was when I went there, they didn't know they are dealing with a super negotiator. What I showed them, to make a story short, I showed them that I'm really interested in buying a car. Very important, that I'm serious about buying a car. Not leasing a car. They asked me if you want to lease or buy. I told them I'm going to buy. So they invite me in. They work the numbers. And there where I know I did my homework, I have a price in my head. If you have a chance, just drive it. They will give it to you only if they feel that you are really serious. But if you have somebody with you, asking for test drive is much easier. You really need to tell them up front if you are buying or leasing because don't play that game. Having someone with you, I call it wolf pack. It's a packet. 
it is amazing how much influence on the salesperson when you have someone with you, especially like your wife or your daughter who wants to buy the car. Now, you need to keep in mind that you are not buying the car at this time. Set in your head, you are not buying this car at the first visit. And when you go to a car dealer, never say, let me think about it, or I am just looking, quote unquote, I'm just looking. You will lose the seriousness of negotiation if you say, I'm just looking, or let me think about it. You need to show the possibility and the probability, the high probability that you are going to buy the car. But you are flexible. You are willing to work with them. You can say, walk away when I talk it over. Um, I'll come back. They'll give you their business card. They'll get your information. And you leave. Don't be disappointed. Don't contact them first. Very important. Don't contact them first. And remember that they need to sell more than you need to buy. The car dealer needs to sell cars more than you need to buy a car. Anyway, Within seven days, they will contact you for sure. If you showed flexibility and you are not stubborn-headed and you are serious about buying a car, take this advice. Never rush in making decision and negotiation. You need to think and keep that in your head that you have time as you're going to live forever to negotiate this deal. You have all the time in the world to negotiate a deal and buying a car. But being flexible doesn't mean you can't have price in mind. I'm not talking flexible in the price. I'm talking about being uh, pliable in your negotiation. You need to give that impression that you are pliable, you are flexible, you are bendable, you can be stretched. So no matter what, you need to give that impression on buying a car, new use, whatever. So flexibility is an impression you project that in your conversation that they can make a deal with you and you are maybe you want to give them the impression impression quote unquote that you are vulnerable that you are easy persuaded but deep inside you are a super negotiator we'll continue next episode so you learned two, three things so far you need to be to be a super negotiator you need to be pliable right flexible You should not have any fear in your heart at the negotiation table and never, ever tell a lie. Never, ever tell a lie. You can twist the truth, but never tell a lie. Get my free digital copy of my book, Small Business Do's and Don'ts, by making a small contribution in support of this podcast. And if you want to be a guest and present your point of view, on the Super Negotiator podcast, please contact me at creativeshsnow at gmail.com. Until next episode, be smooth, flexible, and elastic. Keep your head high and in all things you do.